Hello there and welcome to Halloween month for Hold My Popcorn, where we make fun of the good and spooky movies and trash the bad ones. I'm Max Healy, drinking some coffee on a warm Saturday morning here in Nashville. And with us in the misty, creepy Portland, Maine is Bill Dream Crusher Dooley. How are you, Bill? I'm doing I'm doing well, Max. I mean, it's it's 11 o'clock here, so the sun's almost set. Um, you know, you've really <laughs> wasted my whole day, but uh, I'm, I'm doing I'm doing good. real well. Thanks for asking. Excellent. And Tim couldn't make it in today because he's fishing, but out in Northern California, fishing for some people to look up at the freeway pass is the Sacramento masturbator, John Anoshack. How you doing, John? The Sacramento masturbator, Johnny Loveshack, is here. It is 8 a.m. in the morning. I am all fucked up, <laughs> um, but it's okay. I went through my 10-step uh, my process to make the perfect cup of coffee. Mm. And uh, I'm feeling great. How are you, Max? I'm, I'm good. I'm on my second cup of coffee. Still kind of sick from um, a wedding we went to two weeks ago. But uh, besides that, I'm doing pretty well. All right. Doing wonderful, actually. And speaking of wonderful, it's the most wonderful time of year for John and myself, not Bill and Tim, because they're pee pants. Because we're going to be starting a month of scary movies. And to kick it off, we watched Cabin in the Woods from the year 2012, directed by Drew Goddard. Goddard. I think Drew Goodard, whatever, and written by Josh Whedon, by the way, and starring Kristen Connolly, Chris Hemsworth, Bran Kranz, Jesse Williams, Richard Jenkins, and Bradley Whitford. So if you're new to the show, just a warning, we're going to spoil this entire plot. So if you haven't seen it and you want to see it, just press the pause button. Otherwise, we're going to start spoiling it immediately. Um, And John and I have been talking about this movie for years, but Bill, this was your first experience watching it, right? It was. Yeah. And I watched it. I mean, I actually just watched it this morning because Ooh. I was too afraid to watch it last night. So I felt like it would be, Jesus Christ. Be, be, it's not even a serious horror movie. No, it's not. It's not. I could have watched it last night. It would have been fine. But uh, it was it was really good. I was um, I was really expecting to just kind of like trudge through it because, uh, you know, it's I'm, I'm a trooper. But no, it was a, it was a good movie. I really enjoyed it. I love how you just complimented yourself right there. <laughs> I'm a trooper. Yeah, I am. I'm brave. I'm so I'm brave. So brave. <laughs> So brave. I, I only needed my blanket. I didn't even need my teddy bear for this one. <laughs> I live in Maine. I wear flannel. I have chest hair. So, well, so there, much chest hair. There's a lot more woods where Bill lives. So, I mean, I, I can understand why he was afraid to watch it at night. Yeah. I mean, that's basically my house. So it was a little creepy. <laughs> yeah. I don't have woods because they all burnt the fuck down. <laughs> Um, so I always thought that this movie was just marketed the wrong way and the trailer sucked because it got a little history here, um, about the release in the movie. So the movie was released in April of 2012, but they wrapped up with filming back in May of 2009 and it was originally going to be released in February of 2010, but they had some financial issues. So they had to push it back a full two years, which should have been a good thing since Thor came out in 2011. But they then uh, released it a month ahead of the first Avengers movie, which was directed by Josh Whedon, who wrote this movie. So, I, I mean, I'm no film exec, but like, wouldn't it make sense if like you already had a movie on the shelf for two years to wait until the Avengers comes out and then like release it in the fall when like scary movies and Halloween movies should be watched and released? Oh, they released this in the summer? They released it in April and the Avengers oh, came out in April? May. Oh, that's terrible timing. They should have done what Scream did and released it in December when no one's expecting it. I mean, shit. Nothing like uh, fucking holiday spirit, like watching someone get their fucking head cut off while they're topless. (laughs) Did uh, so? Did this not do well originally in the theaters, Max? So it cost thirty million and it made sixty. So I mean, it was okay, but not like a huge hit. I mean, it's better than the box office says. Like, I mean, I feel like this is like a diamond in the rough as far as horror movies go. I mean, I am I am no uh, no fan of horror movies and I know of this one and I've always kind of been interested because I remember they were talking about it like on 98.5 The Sports Hub. It's like it's like a mm. great, a great movie that's like a like a really interesting twist in the genre. And that. like I remember kind of being like, oh, I don't know, maybe I'd give that a shot. And then I didn't because I'm a coward. Um, but i just because i remembered it i assumed that it was like it did really well yes i think it did well after it came out when people actually started to watch it and they're like oh wait this is actually a good movie you know word of mouth like i think yeah that's how john saw it is i told him it's like you need to watch this movie 
they really didn't do a good job marketing it. Cause like I, I had always stumbled across it and been like, well, fuck that. I don't need to watch another just like bullshit, literally cabin in the woods slasher and all that shit. And even looking at it, like you don't notice it from looking at the, at the, at the poster or anything of the sort. And they, it still must be like the one of the, one of the few like cult hits, like in the 21st century, mm. just because like on iTunes and I can tell you that it's not doing too, too well because it was $5 to buy on iTunes wow. and Apple never does that shit. Damn. I should just yeah, yeah, it was yeah, weird. It was, it was, it was, it was $4 to rent on Amazon or $5 to buy. Fuck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> now would you ever rent it? If it's an extra dollar. Yeah. All right. Should we get into the plot? Yeah, let's do it. Cool. So I do love the opening of this because you're expecting the typical slasher movie opening with some blonde skank with fake boobs getting killed. But instead, you get Bradley Whitford and uh, Richard Jenkins just having a mundane conversation in some lab facility. <laughs> I love those two together. They are oh, yeah. so fucking perfect, especially as Whitford. He was in, um, what was it? West Wing, yeah. right? And Get Out. I w- oh, and yeah, Get Out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was expecting him just to hear him just be like, Donna! Because that was him throughout the <laughs> yeah. entire West Wing. Just, Donna! Donna! Just screaming. He's great, though. He's underrated. I mean, I like him in everything he really that he is. does. He's so he's so funny. He so is. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> Tequila's His, my lady! My lady! Bring it on! <laughs> Dude, he has gone bleach white, yeah. though, as far as his hair. I don't know what happened. It was like... One month he had color in his hair. The next well, month, bleach white. It's crazy. big white beard now. He looks much better now, actually. Oh, that's probably a pretty good sign that he was coloring it for a long time and just gave up. And now it's just grown out the way that it would have been yeah. like 20 years ago. Now he's distinguished. That's a good point. He's got a big fucking head, that guy. <laughs> he does have a big ass head. He does have a big head. <laughs> Huge forehead. Huge forehead. Smash diamonds with that fucking thing. <laughs> Um, but by the way, too, so this younger female scientist comes over to them all stressed out saying that Stockholm has failed, but the two guys just played off and they say that they have it under control and Japan is still in the game and they've never failed. I have no idea what that means. And then um, you just got them on the golf cart, just having some small talk. You want to come over this weekend? Blam! Cabin in the woods. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Also, I love how they just like shit on the Swedes. They're like, yeah, you can never trust the Swedes. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. Yeah. Like what were some of the other towns? They had like Madrid and like a bunch of other random towns or cities that had Nordic places. And yeah. Yeah. And then Japan. Yeah. I I remember Tokyo, Stockholm. I feel like Berlin might've been on there. Yeah. Yeah. There was like one, it was like Guatemala or some shit where she was like, had like a giant dead gorilla in the video. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. It was like Sas. It was like a huge like Sasquatch. That was just dead. Yeah. King Kong, probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then you get the typical intro of a bunch of 27 year olds playing 20 year old college students. So, um, yeah, you know, you got the, the, the typical slasher intro. So, you know, every horror movie have, they have their two dimensional characters, but in Cabin in the Woods, they're more like two and a half dimensional because you got Dana as the nerdy virgin, but in reality, she just ended a bad relationship with one of her professors I got Jules as a dumb blonde slut, but in reality, she's a pre-med student who just dyed her hair blonde that morning. Then you introduce to Jules' boyfriend, uh, Kurt, played by Chris Hemsworth, who's at school on an academic scholarship, but is supposed to be the jock as he uh, throws a football out of the window into the street. And the new standout wide receiver, Holden, catches it, who's supposed to be the cute nerd. And then you introduce to the stoner idiot, Marty, who's just a stoner. <laughs> he's so fucking good. He's and he's got the fucking giant collapsible, like, coffee cup bong. It's amazing. <laughs> just, just, like, opens his car door, just, like, fucking waft of pot smoke just comes out. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> so that car was the same model that the director owned. So it's, like, a 1996 piece of shit something. But um, that... <laughs> bong that collapsed into like a coffee mug was actually real and it was a functioning bong and coffee mug and it cost five thousand dollars to make holy Holy shit yeah who that is not a good use of your budget (laughs) who has that now did they they keep it i don't know but i want it Uh, seriously god it's the most it's the most impressive camouflage bong i've ever seen yeah this guy and it you could defend your 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 home with it. Apparently, Some yeah. Zombies get apparently it's a weapon. Pimp smacked in the face with the goddamn thing. This dude would be the perfect Shaggy, by the way. Like better than Matthew oh, Lillard. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
So uh, the setup is the gang's going to go to Thor's cousin's lakeside cabin for the weekend. As a camera pans out and you see a guy with a walkie-talkie on the roof reporting back to the middle-aged dorks in the control room. Mm. I love it. It's like, they've left the nest. It's like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's just so over the top and corny. <laughs> I like the harbinger, though. Oh, dude. When we get to yeah, we'll get that Well, in and they have like... They have crazy high tech everything in this movie, and then they just have a guy sitting on the roof with like a walkie talkie. <laughs> I mean, that's a little, it's a little weird. Can literally summon beasts from from hell, but then you got a guy with uh, binoculars. I think they left. Right, right. Also, it's weird. Like some of like the costume choices, or at least like the prop choice that that guy had, because he had the little thing that went on his neck that like Black Ops uses, where you can—I forget what they call it—but you can speak really low to where your vocal cords are just starting to vibrate, and so someone can mm. hear you. Where you don't even have to whisper. Like you can just like he left the nest, and like everyone fucking hears it. It's really cool. But he's Ooh. talking full speech. Like yeah, they left the Jesus. nest. It's like, it's like dude, <laughs> yeah, I was fuck. <laughs> We know, John, the whole camper is outrigged with cameras. We can see. Why the fuck do we have this guy on, out there? <laughs> and how did the guy playing football in the in the street not see a dude on the roof? Yeah, just, right? exactly. He literally caught a football from the, like, the top of the building. God damn it, Thompson! <laughs> like, and I know, I know that this is part of, like, them playing up the trope of horror movies, but Dana being pantless in front of wide open windows. I mm-hmm. mean, come on, have a little self-respect. Put, pull down the shades, put on some sweatpants. So that's just, that's just gross. Come on. Yeah. No, it's just, it's college. It's, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was, I was down, man. I just, mm, all about that, dude. She's got that almost red hair. Yeah, you know, that's why. A little bit of the crazy eye. She's probably killed a few men before. You could never trust the redheads. <laughs> like, I used to collect them when I was younger. <laughs> By the way, also. Men? Yes. Or redheads? Redheads. And uh, men. Okay. And men. Yes. Oh, def- definitely men. Yeah. I, so I would kill the men and I would, I would pickle their penises and put them into jars. The women, oh, I would just keep them in, that's why John's in, the basement. in the back room. Yeah, that's oh, why John. I was in the basement. Oh, John. Uh, you ever, you ever like mince one of those up? You throw it on top of like a little falafel, oh. you know, a little falafel. And, uh, it, okay, let's look. Okay. okay. Oh, oh, By the way, the re- um, if Dana looks familiar, it's because she used to be on uh, House of Cards. You know, the first season with uh, that guy Russo, the bald dude, she was the secretary and uh, boy or girlfriend of uh, Russo. Oh, yeah. she was a blondie okay. in that. Way better with red hair. Nice and pale. Agreed. Supple. Yep. 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 All right. Well, first on the horror uh, trope list is a creepy redneck at the gas station who pretty much says they're going to die at this cabin and then calls Jules a whore. <laughs> I like it's like. I hear the railroads coming here any day now. <laughs> There'll uh, be roads paid, paved with actual road. <laughs> <laughs> Which war are you talking about? Is it the one with the grays and the blues? <laughs> you know damn well which war I'm talking about, Lord. You, you sassy me, boy. <laughs> Um, that what was that guy? That guy's name was Mordecai, right? Mordecai. Yeah. Mordecai. Perfect name. Mordecai. <laughs> oh. That shit with the speakerphone was hilarious. Oh my god. <laughs> Cleanse the world of their ignorance and sin. Bathe them in the crimson of Am I on speakerphone? <laughs> uh, no, no, I can't hear about. an echo. I can Oh my god, you're right. Hold on, let me take you off. Sorry. <laughs> I'm still on speakerphone, aren't I? It's, like, ah, ah, ah. it's rude. I, I don't even know who's in the room. <laughs> it's amazing. So the kids are driving through this tunnel as they get a pretty shot of this bird gliding by the tunnel and blam! It gets hit with some kind of Hunger Games force field and dies. What's that all about? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, that was weird. I really, I, I really like that because it was just like, oh, okay. Because they don't really draw. It's like, all right, well, these people are stalking these group of teenagers. Okay, and then they're going into it, and then force field. That's actually it. It sets the tone. It's like, wow. All right. They, yeah, they weren't really trying to like hide anything that was going on like they they didn't like slap you in the face with the storyline right from the beginning but like there was really no subtlety not at all if once you rewatch it it's like everything makes sense but the first time you're watching it just because you're expecting it to be a slasher movie you're like what the fuck is happening yeah 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 i that that confused me so much yeah. i mean i knew that there was something kind of weird about this movie but i was like fucking force field what the fuck's a force field doing here <laughs> Also, doesn't that solve the North Korean problem? Just put those cunts in a fucking bubble and just be done with it. <laughs> so the kids then arrive at this creepy, evil, dead looking cabin, which, you know, thank God for Airbnb pictures because fuck this place. <laughs> God damn. 
Dude, I would stay there. I'd stay there in a fucking heartbeat. Oh my God. They didn't have a fucking panic attack. I would have been on the same page as Jules here. So first spider I saw, I would have been sleeping in the in the, <laughs> the camper. No <laughs> chance. That place is a spider nest. We all know it. I'm not sleeping in any of those beds. Fuck that. Absolutely not. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. Oh, oh hell no. So they also made a little passing that they've been drugging these kids before they left. Like um, Jules, they put some kind of like chemicals into her her hair dye and like they lace the guy's weed and all this other shit because they get in this thing's creepy as shit and then you got chris hemsworth just being like oh yeah we're gonna be fucking over this sweet stale damp cabin can't wait look at that big snarly wolf just staring at us yeah bro you want to run an eiffel tower on this chick let's go i love how they just (laughs) ratchet up like the well because they drug him too to make him more alpha male right yeah right exactly the jock asshole well, something fish is going on with this cabin because Holden goes into one of the rooms and sees a super creepy painting of these like devil looking people hacking up a deer while dogs fight over the entrails and you get Slender Man just looking on, just jerking off in the background. So he uh, takes <laughs> the painting down and finds that it's uh, covering a one way mirror as Dana starts to take her clothes off. But Holden, being the gentleman, yells out right before you can get the titty shot. So I definitely <laughs> caught myself breathing heavily while that, when that scene started here, I was just like, oh, uh, ooh, oh God, I just creeped myself out. Fuck. <laughs> also, I worked in an office. So um, I used to work in an office that was one of two um, remodeled old mansions in Washington, DC that were turned into office space. And we were in go figure in the basement. And on the walls, there were these murals that had been drawn out from like way back in the day, like 19th century shit of like little cherubs, you know, little baby angels killing a goat like this, oh, except God. black and white. Yeah. And the place was fucking haunted. So yeah, I like, I know exactly what they were both. And they're like, uh, no, this doesn't happen. Yeah. That's some Illuminati house back in the day. That's fucked up. Yeah. Anyways, Jesus that was Christ. probably the nursery. So <laughs> <laughs> where we steal all the children and sacrifice them. Yeah. Oh. Well, Here's a big twist in the movie, guys. That control room that we keep cutting back to is actually a control room for the cabin. And they're manipulating the kids act like the stereotypes in any slasher movie. What? Oh, no! What? I missed that. I didn't get that plot point. (laughs) Wait, what? what? Why are they doing this? (laughs) Well, we'll find out a little bit later. But right now, we're at the point of the movie when the entire facility is just wagering bets on how these kids are going to die. So I took a screenshot of the whiteboard in Richard Jenkins uh, that he had filled out. So here's a couple a couple of the best ones. So finance, uh, bet on the werewolf, biomed for the alien beast, chem department for zombies, electric for clowns, archives, sexy witches, uh, me and John's favorite, which nobody bet on, the angry molesting tree. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the molesting tree. <laughs> <Love> <laughs> ah, could you imagine how much that would like? It's not even rug burn. What would that be like? Bark burn. Like a ugh. bunch of splinters. So many splinters. Oh my god! That's another way dude. for saying like, splinter. Bark burn. <laughs> bark burn. <laughs> splinters right in the butthole. Oh my god, dude! That would blow your O ring the fuck out, dude. <laughs> Let me just touch you all over real quick with my branches. <laughs> I'm going to turn you into a little sexual porcupine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So then you also got Scarecrow Folk by DNA Archives, The Merman, which is Bradley Whitford's go-to. Zombie Redneck, uh, Tudor Family by Maintenance and Ronald the Intern. Torture Family. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why I wrote down. Oh, Torture. Torture Family. Jesus Christ. They they, they tutor you. Nobody likes tutors. They're usually very pretentious. reading. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then a few good ones that nobody bet on. Dragon Bat. We'll be back later. Mm. Dismemberment Goblins and Sugar Sugar Plum Fairy. Oh my god. Oh. Interesting. And then there's one more amazing one that I'll bring up later that we're just saving for for the end of the movie. So also during all this, you have the new security guard asking questions. So you find out that they created a rigged system where the redneck is a warning sign. And if the kids continue on. All that Richard Jenkins and Bradley Whitford have to do is just get them to the basement, which they lazily do by pressing a button that flips the basement door open while the kids are drunkly playing truth or dare. I do love that they made them go like they, they really followed the trope is like they're going into the cellar because you have to go into the cellar. You can't just be in a yep. creepy house and not go into the cellar. That's where all the bad shit happens. 
this- if a cellar door just randomly opens on its own in a in a house like that in the middle of the fucking woods, there is a zero percent chance I would go into that cell. I know they're being drugged, so like I can't. You can't really, you know, they they've conditioned them to do this. But no, fuck. Them. I know. Absolutely not. Well, that's the stoner because one of the one of the kids go. Maybe it was the wind, and the stoner goes. That makes what kind of sense? Right. <laughs> We're inside. <laughs> wind? <laughs> I dare you guys to go upstairs. <laughs> well, uh, uh, what about the striptease? The striptease was stewed. Once again, heavy breathing. <laughs> oh, my God. When she was making out with the wolf, that was so uncomfortable. I, I actually would be very turned off if a chick licked me like that in my face. I, I don't know what I would do I, I, with that. Is that anyone's turn on? Probably Tim, no. but with <laughs> Derek, it's definitely Derek. If it was a belly button, Ugh. like it's one thing for a French kiss, but it's like, no, I just want to lick your tongue. Ugh. Oh boy. God. Yeah. No. And your teeth. No, please. No, thank you. Oh God. Yeah. That was actually, um, it was a fake wolf and they had to, uh, they had to wash. They, they were able to take out the tongue and wash it and they put powdered sugar on it for the dust yeah. to make it look dusty. It was, she was like sucking on that thing like the grandma from Happy Gilmore when she starts sucking on Keith. Uh, what's his oh. name? <laughs> the dude from Kiss, his tongue. <laughs> Gene Simmons <laughs> just starts eating it. <laughs> that would be Ooh. weird. What did Marty call the wolf? Do you guys uh, remember? Oh, a moose. I He's dare like, you to kiss that moose. moose. That's a wolf. Go kiss yeah. that moose. Like, skibbly skibbly stoner. <laughs> Can't keep my eyes open. Have well, ever, Marty, have you ever seen a moose? <laughs> <laughs> I hear they get kind of rapey. Moose eye. Yeah, the mm. moose eye. Yeah, they're they're very they're very dangerous. Very very dangerous. They're like uh, North American elephants that just are always angry. They're the Harvey Weinstein's of the wild. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> just big and horny, covered in hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you hit him with a car, you die too. (laughs) (laughs) So they're in this basement. They're playing with all these props. So I looked up a couple of them because the whole thing is if they select it, they'll summon some demon thing. So you got the uh, the sea conch, which is the merman, the puzzle uh, sphere, which is fornicus, lord of bondage and pain. (laughs) (laughs) He's like the spiky guy, the hellraiser dude. That's me in the bedroom, dude. Fornicus! <laughs> Call me Fornicus. <laughs> Give me an offering, minion. Your ass. You're your asshole. It's sweet meat. I shall have it. Uh, they got the necklace on top of a wedding dress, which is just called the bride, which I think is kind of a take on uh, the bride of Frankenstein. Fortune uh, teller machine, which is clowns. Hmm. Amulet for the werewolf. And then a film strip, which is just called Kevin. And I, uh, <laughs> I did some additional research on Kevin and it's, it's probably like Norman Bates or like Patrick Bateman. Oh, yeah. Interesting. I don't, I, I don't understand. I don't know. That's what it, it said online. There's some good, okay. like just nerd pages on this movie that it's super in depth. Like you click on, you know, props and then they have the props and they explain the prop and then you can click on the monster and then they go into the whole like synopsis of the monster and the making of it. It was, it was pretty crazy. Ooh. Oh, wow. Ooh, okay. Damn. This movie. Yeah. So that's just Josh Whedon, well, then, the comic book writer. And there's the ballerina in the box, and we yeah. saw her at one point. Oh, that's right. my God. Yeah, 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 yeah towards yeah. the end. Yeah, that was creepy, too. Yeah. Ugh, ugh. Violent fellatio. And so then you get the winning prop, which is the diary, which is just this brutal story about a sadistic family that ends with a girl in the diary saying that the return of someone reads the Latin words on the last page. <laughs> I love the Don't stoner. read the Latin. <laughs> I'm drawing a line in the sand here. Do not read the Latin. Read it. What the fuck was that? Yeah, what the fuck? It's <laughs> <laughs> <That was> amazing. <laughs> that was good. That was funny. I mean, he is just the audience this entire movie. It's like, don't do yeah. it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, do it. What the fuck? What the fuck? Fuck. <laughs> well, Dana reads it. And just like the Evil Dead, the Buckner family comes out of the ground as you get, uh, you, as you uh, cut back to the facility or the fact. God damn it. I'm going to just do this part over. Fuck. You suck. You I fucking suck. suck. I do suck. So Dana reads it like the uh, fuck. God damn it. Goddamn morning. All right. Take a breather. Mm-hmm. All right. Count backwards from five. All right. Well, Dana reads it. And- we'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> 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 fucking thing. Woo! All right. 
Dana reads it, and just like the Evil Dead, the Buckner family comes out of the ground as he cut back to the facility team, faculty team. I keep on fucking that word up. Uh, they're just cheering. <laughs> it's a bitter Bradley Woodford. Fuck it. English, so, motherfucker. Do you speak, do you speak it? it? I think you're looking for facility. Facility. Is that right, Max? I don't know. The facility Not team the or faculty, faculty team? team? Yeah, it's facility. Yeah, it's, just, it's, a fucking it's, facility. it's facility. It's facility. I'm thinking of that horror movie, The Faculty. Oh, uh, The Faculty. That's a good one. That could be a good one to cover. Yeah, it's not a bad one. Um, yeah, but Bradley Woodford, he's just sulking in the corner because the merman wasn't chosen. <laughs> That's so funny. I'll never get to see a merman. And the guy's like, nah, really, it's a pain in the ass to clean up. It's really bad. He had the conch in his hands. <laughs> 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 All right, now the kids are partying again, and Jules is really skanking it up, and Chris Hemsworth is acting like a douchebag, which is uncharacteristic of them, as Marty looks on suspicion while getting more stoned. And then uh, the control center pumps in some uh, pheromones as Jules and Thor go outside the bang. But then she gets stabbed by the redneck zombies. Can't, no, no. Oh, um, first we have to talk about. So I sent this to you guys about how the best thing about horror movies. Well, not the best thing because I'm not usually that much into it. But always the best tits. But yep. these were natural. They were. Which was very nice. And she's also Australian, which gives them an extra like half a point up. So yeah. yeah. I just like yeah. see them like just jiggling, like sw- swimming <laughs> through a like the Great Barrier Reef, you know, and like little fish coming around and all that. And yeah, the scene where all the guys like in, the, in the control room are, are just watching as they like, as the tits come out, you know, like, all right, back to work. I'm disgusted by all your basic human needs. <laughs> Brother Whitford goes, Come on, show us the goods. <laughs> uh, Sam was watching this with me as well, and I looked over at that scene, and she just looked so disgusted. <laughs> Jules dies as he cut back to the two guys in the control room doing some sort of ritual prayer as they pull a lever as a bunch of gears start turning and blood pours into some sort of design. Hmm. Okay, so this is the first kill, and <clears throat> I'm trying to assign ev- all the deaths to like a... Uh... Uh, like a scale of how metal it is at one out of 10, 10 being most metal. And I'm going with like a 7.5 to eight because you're looking at a naked and afraid, the real game really. So she's naked. <laughs> she gets her fucking head cut off and also was ki- almost killed by the throwable bear trap, which is fucking super yeah. fucking metal. Yeah. That's awesome. That's hell. So there and Gets to be killed in front of her boyfriend while he screams. So definitely like 7.5 to 8 on the metal scale. Pretty metal. So what do you think, what, like when that saw cuts across her, where do you think they're actually cut and all the blood comes spurting out? They don't show it. I was assuming it was like the stomach, but then they show later that like they've got her decapitated head. So do you think it was her neck? Yes. Yeah, definitely in the neck. Definitely in the neck. Mm-hmm. You know, like a couple of those bits, you know, like probably had to go through the vertebrae. Also super metal. Um, and she probably Metal was alive. Meter. Metal meter, seven and a half out of eight. Welcome to Spike TV. <laughs> Do you like to see people die when they're fucking naked in front of their boyfriend? Spike TV. You and Enzo. Spike TV. Uh, crack a beer. Natural ice. Video games. Video games. Uh, penis. What? <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. But uh, yeah, that that was that was pretty metal. The throwable the, the throwable bear trap is actually probably my favorite like device in this though. That, that's 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 real cool. Pretty fucking awesome. It is. And and to answer your question, Bill, I think typically when one gets decapitated, you do cut at the neck. Well, I so when it originally <laughs> happened, I thought they were cutting across at like her stomach or her chest, and it wasn't until they showed the decapitated head later that I was like, oh, maybe it was her neck. And to be honest, that would be a much better way to go. I mean, I feel like it would be a lot faster to have your head sawed off, even though it would be brutal, than to be, like, chopped through, like, the middle of your stomach. That would be a lot slower. Yeah, that wouldn't be fun. <clears throat> no. It's, no. It's not my kind of, that's, that's not my Saturday night. Nope. Anyways, a little bit later, Stone Marty's reading a comic book when he hears the same voice whisper, I'm going to take a walk. But Marty's on to <laughs> them and says he's in control of his own mind, then decides to go for a walk. <laughs> I love it. No, man, I'm, I'm in control of my own mind, dude. I'm going to go for a walk. Uh, he was not reading a comic book, though, Max. He was reading a children's story, Uh-oh. Little Nemo. Are you are you not familiar with Little Nemo? No. Is, is it with Dory in, in it, Bruce the Shark? It is not. No. Uh, there, is a, there is a movie of it. I had it on VHS growing up. 
And it was one of the most scary movies. It like it's oh. it's kind of like the Brave Little Toaster. You're like, how is this made for kids? It's a it's a dream world, and there's like a scary ink shadow monster, and that's why he was saying like, you gotta wake up, Little Nemo. This, <laughs> is, this shit's fucked up because it is. It, it is a fucked up dream world, and it is like for like a seven year old terrified. So this is just nothing better than an adult just like talking out loud to a character in a book. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I love before he even goes in, he's like, I need to, I'm going to go read a book with pictures. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I just assumed it was a comic book. I, I mean, I wrote this, I, I watched this movie a week ago, so. Like, yeah. why, why did all yeah, these, yeah. like, like, it was like children's, sh- like, movies and books were also fucked up out of the 90s. Like, little, little Brave Little Toaster, horrifying, still can't drink chocolate milk because it got me so scared I got sick. Little Nemo, <laughs> terrifying. Um, Airship Down, have y'all ever seen that? No. What you mean Watership Down? Watership Down, sorry. Oh, that's a I've never seen it, but it's a great book. Dude. Great book. That shit is fucked up, dude. It's just a bunch of rabbits that can talk and they just like all like rip each other's heads off and shit. And there's like a rabbit war. Oh, Jesus. It's, yep. It's yes. really fucked up, the movie. Yeah. So good. Only in the nineties. So yeah. My mom used to read me uh, where the wild things are all the time when I was really little. Just, you know, well, the character's name is Max and it's about monsters just singing, saying, we're going to eat you. We love you so much. We're gonna eat. <laughs> yeah, that's a fucked up book. It's a real fucked up <laughs> book. We'll and that, you, like, we love you that so. live action, that live action movie that they made like, you know, 10 years ago yeah. or something is also super fucked up. It's a strange story. It's yeah. really weird. Is yeah. the movie worth it? I didn't, I didn't see it. I remember the book like it's yesterday, but. <laughs> eh. eh. No. Yeah. Marty's really. outside for a minute and you get a jump scare as Hemsworth runs out of the woods covered in blood. So they run back into the cabin and barricade themselves in. I love how he knocks over the little, like the dead girl. It's like, dead bitch. <laughs> 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 Just like pile drives her. <laughs> and this is again where you get the, 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 you know, the typical trope because first uh, Hemsworth says we need to stay together. And then they just like throw in some more like dumb smoke. And he just goes, wait, no, we need to split up and cover more ground. <laughs> right, right. Cover more ground to accomplish what? <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> but I even like how it's like a it's like a Looney Tune, like his face just completely changes. Like it's like his nose wiggles. and He's like, no, no, we can't do that. Also, who made you fucking boss? Well, Holden agrees. And that's really all that matters. Marty. I mean, this is another point where Marty is just like, what? <laughs> Why do we need to split up? <laughs> Let's do the opposite of that. I like the first idea better. Dude, stoners always know whether you need to go left or right. And because they're highly aware of all risk at any given point. It's just, no, why would I go climb Mount Everest? No, fuck that. I can just look at it on Google Maps. I'll die up there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so the kids, they all get locked into each other or like they all get locked into their rooms. And then Marty finds out that the entire room is wired. But it's too late because one of the zombies breaks through the window and drags him down into a ditch into the woods. So two down and three to go. Oh, shit. I, 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 well, okay, keep going. I can't do a metal rating. Spoiler. (laughs) Yeah. So then the other three find a way out of the house as you cut to Japan with these little schoolgirls that turn this Asian ghost from like the grudge into this happy (laughs) frog. So all the Americans uh, need to die or there's going to be some trouble. Uh, what the fuck was that about? That was weird. So weird. I just, I love like when they hold the little girl holds the frog up and it's like straight out of like, just like an anime thing. It's like, and the little frog has been turned in from the, the evil ghost and now is in the happy frog. Yes. And like presents Yay. it to everybody. Yeah. Ah, and I was half expecting the whole room to just throw up the peace sign. Because, well, that's what they do out there. <laughs> ah, <laughs> <laughs> and then you got Richard Jenkins just flipping him off on the monitors going, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck, fuck you, you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. Because <laughs> how they hard were... is it to kill a room full of nine year old girls? <laughs> I think he like, he was actually, he was screaming fuck you because now it was like, Oh, now you're going to be, you know, you don't have a perfect score anymore. Motherfuckers. All right. So now the teens are on the run driving into the tunnel, which should have blown hours ago. As he also follow Richard Jenkins with his pocket protector who's able to uh, run through and uh, hardwire the explosion at the last second. I thought it was a a really interesting thing because at that point you're like, wait, which team am I rooting for? It's like, we're trying to save the world, but they kill the teenagers. Like, whoo, you get a little bit, I got a little bit confused and I was a little bit fucked up when I watched this, but I was a little confused. (laughs) Emotionally confused. the dramatic music too. 
Yeah, when Richard Jenkins is running, he's just like going by people. He's like, get the fuck out of the way. He's just like shoving people. Make a hole! Make a hole! Yeah. So there's no way out. But Thor is here to save the day. Andy has a dirt bike. So he and Holden crunch some numbers about how he can make this jump onto the other side of the cliff. So with this corny, dramatic music building, Thor takes off and is in midair. Then he smashes against the Hunger Games force field and dies. Splat, bitch! And he falls, he falls. (laughs) I like how he just like, he keeps banging it. Like, you know, his head smacking against all the way down. (laughs) So I give this one metal scale. Um... (laughs) Probably like a six to, I'd say like a six. Like it's, it's pretty metal because he got to splat against some shit, you know, and he was about to save the day, but then that was ripped back from him. So that's pretty metal. There wasn't any guts. So like, all right, not so, so metal. Now, if this truly is a bottomless pit, it gets an eight because falling to your death for all eternity, pretty metal. <laughs> and that was a, that well, was a hell getting of a fall. Well, well, constantly getting electrocuted. Only- yeah. Um, the the little speech that he gives before he before he goes to like I'm gonna get the police, I'm gonna get the helicopters, I'm gonna come back with the biggest <laughs> guns, and you're just sitting there like you're not gonna do any of this. Uh, you're <laughs> you're, not gonna have it at all. you're fucked, dude. I know. It's, it's just like about the time like when the first time I saw it, like just the music is super corny too. It's like oh my god, it's like eye rolling bad. And then like yeah, he's yeah. you know starting to rev up his his bike, and I just started cracking up. I'm like oh my god, they have the force field, and then he just goes <laughs> off and boom. <laughs> yeah like i i didn't immediately think of the force field but i did before he left before he made it was actually during that speech i was like this is too over the top oh the bird he's dead he's definitely gonna die. <laughs> that's great the bird and then like it, like right after this too so now it's just holden and dana and holden saying we're gonna fight this you're all i got now blam just knife right through the throat <laughs> <laughs> splats click splat, blah, blah, blah. all right so uh metal scale this one gets a six what yeah. six and a half well it's just a very run-of-the-mill death you know it's like okay neck stabbing he gets the, the half a point to six and a half because he had already survived being attacked by a throwable bear trap which is <laughs> oh that's which right. which is that's metal right. so six and a half there's nothing you know it's not it's not it's definitely not an extra credit they didn't go the extra mile you know maybe if the head got out or like you know they ripped out a jugular or something and you got to look at it as the zombie held it to the camera cool but that didn't yeah. happen yeah, I mean, what I, I'm surprised no no metal scale for uh, when um, when Dana killed the the zombie with the with the bear trap thing. She stabbed him in the eye and then like repeatedly stabbed him in the chest. No no metal scale there. That well, was pretty good. I was focusing basically basically on the main characters, but Bill, you're we're <laughs> on the same team. I'm on team Bill. So if you want, you can. <laughs> what what does that fall on your metal scale, Bill? Metal oh, scale. No, I can't give a- I can't give a metal, metal scale. scale. Like, I mean, a- anything, anything above like a splinter is going to get on the metal scale for me. So <laughs> that, that's okay, that's... dude. Dude, honestly, everything can be metal. Splinters, pretty fucking metal if you think about it. <laughs> they can stain your body forever. It's for, forever. Forever. They'll die so, with you. So what would you consider the uh, the eyeball stabbing? Well, I mean, I feel like it's less metal than the the saw to the to the to the jugular, but definitely more than through the neck or falling off the cliff. So I, I don't know, like, well, what was the that was seven and a half? You've already get, so seven. Let's call it a seven. Hmm. Call it a seven. Okay, right. call it a seven. Okay. okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, a yeah. solid solid C metal kill. That's good. C minus. That's a seventy. Come on, John. Oh, I forgot that. Uh, yeah, all the ed- educators decided to, to fuck everybody up on that. I was like, oh yeah, seventy's not a C anymore. Go fuck yourselves. Once again, the boomers had it easier. <laughs> In reality, a seventy's more like a B plus because they round everything up now. Oh, yeah. I think a fifty's the lowest score you can get. Yeah. Oh my god. It's a bunch of cupcakes Damn. now. Yeah. Jesus. This generation. Fucking participation trophies everywhere. Nobody knew what it was like to have to use the first generation iPod. Fuck. Yeah, that, that hold in death, though, is very much like a Jason kill because it makes absolutely no sense that that girl is in the RV the entire time and does nothing. Yeah. No, no, but, no. Yeah, but that's the, I guess that's also kind of the point. You can let it pass in this movie. Um, so then uh, the RV gets crashed into the lake. So this isn't looking good. Uh, for Dana, because as she's swimming up to the surface, um, someone, you know, what is it? Like a zombie grabs her by the leg as you get like an identical shot of a hand going around a beer in a cooler as the, uh, the 
the facility team is just partying their ass off like they won the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, woo! Is this where like the music's playing and shit, and she's yeah, just getting like choked out in the background? <laughs> the back, yeah, you can see her like puking blood and stuff like, yeah. in the background. <laughs> Fucked up. Oh my Pile driving her on the dock. <laughs> yeah, bashing her head into the post on the dock. Oh. Tequila, so, my ladies. Out of the darkness, there's light. <laughs> Uh, I love this scene, though, too, just because, like, yeah, you know, like, Dana's getting thrown around everywhere, and then you're having all these, like, unestablished office dynamics happening, like the the nerdy guy who's, like, trying to get a girl out on a date. Like, I heard you like this band. How does two tickets to... And then she just, like, walks away. <laughs> like, all this yeah, shit's yeah. happening. It's great. Yeah. The, guy, like, the guy that's like, I'm an intern. I don't get paid. doesn't apply. <laughs> <laughs> he gets all pumped up when he wins. It's like, we got a winner. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Woo! Maintenance splits with Greg the intern. Yeah! <laughs> that was one of my favorite things when um the, the guy from the West Ring, it, this was much earlier and they were taking the bets and Greg was like, oh, what do you think I should do? And he's like, more than anything, I just want this moment to end. <laughs> yes. uh, so that was hilarious. <laughs> Mickey loved that. She's like, I wish I could say that to my kids. <laughs> <laughs> but then also Richard Jenkins calls him um, Aquaman and like in passing and Whiffer's like, what? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> also, I love like where um, one of the other people is trying to put money down or whatever. They're like, wait a second. I did zombies too. And they're like, no, you did zombie torture family versus zombie. Yeah. It's two separate species. It's like an elephant versus an elephant seal. Come on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fuck? And she just nods her head like, yeah, all right, well, that, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. That's true. So I watched that Tequila is My Lady video on uh, YouTube yesterday and someone in the comments, someone had a great point out is that uh, Whitford goes to like, he grabs the beer and then he kind of like shakes it off, like the water off and the girl next to him like puts her hands up like she's got to catch the beer and then just plays it off and just puts her hands back down. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so everyone's partying and then the phone rings and oh no, someone's still alive. And that's Ugh. bad because if the final girl dies first, they're all fucked. Ugh, evil devil pain gods from doom come out and squish everybody. Yeah. So zombie goes to make the final death hit and then is smashed in the head by Marty's bong. And oh shit, Marty's still alive. Oh my God. Killed with the bong. Marty takes Dana to the gravesite, And what the fuck? There's an elevator. <gasps> <gasps> And you also got that dismembered zombie in the corner. <laughs> the fucking hand. <laughs> Just Dis- dismembered, dismembered by a trowel, too. That takes, <laughs> some, that takes some work. Yeah, I had to dismember him. What have you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dismemberment. Yeah, that would be a rough way to go. It's kind of like, uh, what is it? Drawn and quartered. That was the old school way. Oh, of man. Yeah, they eek. did some fucked up shit in the past, huh? Dude, the horses? Holy shit. Could you imagine that? Mm. Like getting one horse for your arms, one horse for your legs, and they all horses just go in every other direction and just just break you up like a fucking Lego. Yeah, that would that would be unpleasant. Ooh. They loved killing people and really fucked up sadistic ways back in the day. They sure did. Tar and feathered. Sure did. That wasn't fun. Ooh. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. No. Jesus Christ. Ain't nobody want that. Sorry, I'm just, I'm, I spilled coffee, so I'm just cleaning it up here. Classic Max. You are falling apart today. It's because the elastic inside of the coffee mug was, fuck, was loose. And I just opened it and just sprayed. God damn it. Why is there an elastic in a coffee mug? It's the elastic around the ring because I'm drinking out of like a thermos thing. Uh, Oh, gotcha. So it's also hot as it's spilt all over me. Ouch. So that's fun. Okay. Well, they take the elevator down as you find out that all of these monsters are stored in these elevators like a big Rubik's cube. And Marty was right all along. As you also find out too that the reason why nothing affected him is because he's been smoking weed the entire time and it blocked all the other chemicals. It was <laughs> weed that they didn't know about. <coughs> yeah, they're yeah, like, whatever he's stash. been smoking has been immu- immunizing him to our shit. <laughs> I love how they call it our <laughs> shit too. It's like... <laughs> He, he got some more because he's a huge stoner. He probably already smoked all that shit. Yeah, if it was me in college, yeah, that, that wouldn't have fucking put a dent in my, in my fucking head. <laughs> this, is, this is great. I can't Where'd you get that face. weed? Uh, you know that really creepy redneck guy? He had some. I bought some butt from him. <laughs> there was a guy on the roof with an earpiece in, and he said, to, <laughs> you want some weed, kid? <laughs> I was like, sure, man, on the roof. Are you real yeah. right now? So... <laughs> 
Everybody now knows that the kids breached the facility, so uh, they have the security guy come down in his order to kill Marty first, but the dismembered zombie arm distracts him as the kids kill the guard. Then the SWAT crew shows up and starts... Yeah, good job, good job, no, Hand. I just thought that was a good, good job, zombie hand. Yeah, good, yeah, good job, <laughs> I gotta zombie. Go laugh. <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> um, so then the SWAT crew shows up and starts firing at the kids, but thankfully they're able to hide in this little control room that conveniently has a big red button that says "System Purge." Which, because of course, there's a System Purge button. There, and oh, Nelly. Boy, yeah, does this thing purge. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> He's got a Jurassic Park full of monster, uh, just movie monsters, just flying out of these elevators and just starts raining blood <laughs> all over the hallway. I love just how fast it happens, where it's just like <laughs> elevator ding. <laughs> I kept pausing it to look at different monsters and how they killed things. So you have the... Uh, you have the rape tree, like just like to yep. destroy somebody. Two of the goblins, like what? Just like what, a goblin picks a guy up and starts flying away with him, and another one holds <laughs> onto his legs and he just splits in half. And then the flying one <laughs> throws the half of the body away. Shit! Like it's the dismemberment <laughs> ones. I didn't see the rape tree. Did you, did you actually see that? Yeah, he's oh, on yeah, the left side. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, you, you, you like don't actually elevator. get to see. They yeah. they were focusing more on the blood than the rape, but. Uh, a branch just comes out of the elevator and just snatches a person and then like blood flies <laughs> oh, out. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. This is probably in my top 10 most exciting movie moments ever when I first saw it. So I was just like, oh, yeah, hit the button. Like, hit the button. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yes. And then I so love like, so, like all the blood like splats against the control room window that the kids are hiding <laughs> in. And then like you hear like all the monsters run away and then you hear like another ding and then and then more blood splats on top of the blood. Buzz saws and like clowns laughing and monsters growling and it's just people screaming. Oh my God. Yeah, the evil robot. The robot was fucking great. It's just like, just like buzzing some dude's head in half. Like You got the dragon badge just eating people. Creepy clowns stabbing people laughing. Yeah, and then you got, uh, best of all though, you got the murderer's unicorn impaling people with its horn. Yeah, what the fuck was that? That was weird. Love uh, it. That was a bucket list thing. I'm sure the director was just like, I gotta get a unicorn in here somehow. <laughs> gotta do it. Mu- again, the music changes for the unicorn too. They have like sparkly sound effects going on in the background as it just like impales a dude against a wall. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, all of this shit's happening. Uh, meanwhile, in the control room, the security guard on his first day is getting dismembered by the goblins as he unpins a grenade, blowing Bradley Whifford across the room. And through the smoke and mist, you hear a thumping that turns out to be the merman who kills Whitford. And then uh, his air hole just blows out a bunch of blood as he starts wagging his flipper. Gross. That was <laughs> so, so gross. So I got Come on. <laughs> On uh, the extras, like when they actually were filming it, so it, it was a um, it was a, a guy in a suit. It was all practical effects. The the mermaid, which was super cool, uh, but like when they were shooting the blood out, it's just like a it's like a fire hydrant of blood. Like and at the very end, there's like that spray that you get in the shot, and it's just like this giant puddle of blood around this guy, and it's just like, and they're like, all right, turn the blood off, and like it just keeps going, like. That's awesome. I I read that in the trivia facts. So they said the blood went off for like nine minutes straight. It was just like flying out like a hydrant. Oh, God. (laughs) It just keeps going. It just keeps going. (laughs) Uh, What does Woodford say? He's like, You gotta be fucking kidding me. (laughs) That was was hilarious. It had to be that way, though. I mean, they were setting it up the whole time. Oh, and the uh, in the elevator in the elevator room, they used at least two hundred and twenty gallons of fake blood for that scene. Oh my god! Holy shit! Yeah. That's amazing. So fucking badass. Well, I think that's later on. Like the the second SWAT team comes in, and it's just like zombies, like eating little like chunks of people, and there's just like guts falling from the ceiling, like spraying <laughs> yeah. on the floor. <laughs> just fall. Blah. Blah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Amazing. It's so good. Uh, so also during this in the in the uh, control room, this like octopus thing just grabs a girl scientist from the ceiling. So then uh, Richard Jenkins just runs into the hallway, only gets stabbed by Dana with a trowel. <laughs> okay, what the fuck is a trowel? It's a gardening tool. It's like a it's like a mini shovel with a with a long pointy end. Oh, oh, okay. Hmm. 
Huh. We'll pick it. I know. How, you guys, how do you not know what a trowel is? Well, I've never actually had to say to somebody, hey, can you pass me the trowel? <laughs> <laughs> do you have any trowels in your garage? It's usually an inner monologue kind of thing. Oh, yeah, I want that garden scooper thing. <laughs> All right, garden panel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the movie's winding down as Dan and Marty walk to the basement floor where you see all the sacrificial pictures of each of their friends as Signori Weaver comes out and explains that they have to sacrifice these kids and punish them in order to keep the old gods dormant. Yeah, that was a surprise. I was not expecting Sigourney Weaver. No. She was perfect. She was so perfect for this, like, in every yeah. way. In every way. I was just like, I love this woman so much. It would have been nice, too, to have, uh, what's her name on it? Um, the girl from uh, Halloween, Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, oh, Jamie could have done good it. Too. Yeah. yeah, I guess she was sure. considered as well. But I mean, Signori Weaver, you know, she did uh, she did alien movies and she also did Ghostbusters. So it still works. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. No, she's perfect. I mean, as far as being like the director of like an evil, well, not quite an evil company, but a company that sacrifices people every single year to monsters like she's yeah. pretty good. And her eyes are like kind of red. Did you notice that? Ooh, no. Yeah. Like she's wearing a red suit and they're like her eyes are black, but there's like a little bit of like a red tint to it. This just makes oh, her kind of look like the devil. Yeah, which is cool. Huh. So she then tells them that Marty has to die. Otherwise, the gods will rise up and kill everyone on Earth. Pretty fucking metal, dude. I'm serious. Waking the old gods, dude. Coming to fucking get you. <laughs> and they got Marty going, gosh, they're both so enticing. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was good. You can die with them or you can die for them. <laughs> gosh, they're both so enticing. <laughs> so Dana turns the gun on the Marty and it's about to pull the trigger, but then a werewolf sneaks up and bites her. And then right before Signori Weaver can kill Marty, the zombie girl from the cabin axes her. Then Marty kicks them both into the pit with the gods. <laughs> so apparently Sigourney Weaver was super excited to, to work with the werewolf. Like the directors were saying like she came on set and she's like, is the werewolf coming today? Can I get a picture with the werewolf? Is the werewolf going to be on set today? <laughs> she That's was awesome. super hyped about the werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> the werewolf's funny too. Yeah. He's yeah. like, a, he's doing like a comical creeping too. He's like tip, tiptoeing with his hands up. He's like, yeah, so I'm going to eat you. I'm going to eat you, bitch. I'm going to get you, bitch. It's going to nibble on your arm real quick. Live real quick. Mm, num, 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 num. That's not bad. I might even have the other arm. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. Crunchy. Mm. Metal, metal meter. How's Sigourney's, uh, Sigourney's death? Okay, so Sigourney. Sig- yeah. I can't say it. How do you say it? Sig- Sigourney. 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 Gorlami. Gorlami. Um, so okay, so it, you get an axe uh with the podcast last podcast and left, guys. I mean, anything with an axe. With an axe! With an axe is, is pretty fucking metal. So and then she falls into a bottomless pit with old dead gods. She's getting still, I'm gonna put this in like the seven range. It's it's just like there there weren't too many like you know when you're looking at the people like you know like the rape tree and shit like that those are definitely in like the nine and ten range kind of a thing like once you get into ten ten is like slow violent death like acid eating face you know shit like that it's definitely up into the ten range so she's gonna be a seven I'm a stickler I'm a stickler what would you guys rate her death I, well I would say that there were some some high eight nines and tens uh, among like the the monster scene when they first break out and start killing all the security guards and stuff. But like yeah. the main characters, uh, yeah, I would agree. There's, there's nothing that's like over the top, gruesome, brutal. No, 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 not, not, I give not, it one not extra too point. I, I give one extra point that her like ax dead body falls to hell. That's true. That's see that. That's pretty, pretty metal. metal. Yeah. That is pretty metal. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So that, that's what that's what that's what I'd give it. You know, um, we do have to circle back and say our favorite death in the, uh, the, the, um, in the elevator hallway at, some, at the end. What? Okay, we that's do? fair. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> All right, well. Well, we are now. We are now, <laughs> motherfuckers. It's happening. I put it out there. We're fucking doing it. We're doing it live. Fuck it. All right, well, Marty and Dana smoke a joint and say fuck it as the movie ends with this giant hand rising from below and crushing the cabin in the woods. 
So they get the highest score out of <laughs> yes. main characters dying. Like that that one is, what, what was my, I gave that one like a 9.2. It's like virgin and stoner killed by giant, angry, fiery God. Yeah, that's a 9.2 on the That destroys scale. the planet. That destroys <laughs> the planet. Pretty metal, pretty fucking metal. All right. Well, you guys want to get into trivia or do you want to cover yeah. anything else on the movie? Uh, Well, what, well, well go, go Bill. <clears throat> well, I was going to just, I mean, I feel like there's a lot to kind of just generally unpack about this movie. I'm just sure. kind of curious, like, well, so, so in your opinion, what the fuck is going on with all these monsters? Like there, I was initially thinking that like they were all, you know, when we were just looking at like the, the zombies, the Buckners or whatever, that maybe they were like robotic animatronics mm. kind of thing, you know? And this is all kind of like almost like Jurassic park, uh, esque kind of stuff. And then when I didn't know the full story, but like when you see the, all the things in the, the elevator, there's like, a, a ghost mist monster that's a fucking unicorn like i mean i think it's clear that these are real things so what what is going on like do they capture these monsters in the real world and then use them for their sacrificial ceremony yeah they said that they're all like mostly creatures from like the old world or something like that they reference it at one point so yeah they've captured all of them and they got the force field to keep them in yeah yeah oh the force field keeps the the monsters in yeah. And then I think just from all the, the betting, they have like specific staff that goes in to like recapture them. That's why uh, Richard Jenkins saying like the merman's really like, really tr- like difficult because <laughs> I think it's because he's in water. <laughs> they have to go like fish him out. <laughs> OK, all right. I got you. That makes sense. So this is just like this is just like an, an old uh, like an old cult, essentially, that's become like uh, like a corporate entity. Uh, kind of. Yeah. I mean, it, they say like every culture does it differently or whatnot. So what I think it is, is that each like city, when you see like all the other cities, like not doing their ritual correctly, is that each of them are sitting on top of a sleeping, angry, fiery God, like a different one, like Titans, basically. Yeah, that's well, but it seems Titans. like as long as one of them succeeds, they all they all stay dormant because otherwise, yeah. like as soon as one of them failed, the world would be fucked. I think it's the whole world's kind of teaming together and being like, we're going to all do it on the same day for a guaranteed success. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And they got like different units everywhere. I also just like the fact that the way they kind of set this up is that like every slasher movie you've ever watched is real. Oh, right. Right. Okay. So some trivia here. Uh, The actor who played Marty wore baggy clothes and was the only one who didn't jump into the lake uh, because he was surprisingly jacked. Yeah, the writer said that he looked like a ripped, muscular Jesus. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's hilarious. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, yeah, that God. would have completely thrown it off, especially standing next to, like, pencil-thin Thor. Yeah. Yeah. He and he's, like, the same build. On <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it's before uh, Hemsworth got on the steroid cycle for Thor, for sure. Oh, right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, also, so Hemsworth, he um, he filmed this movie in Red Dawn in 2009, and both of them weren't released until 2012. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. That's a delayed paycheck. During all the carnage on the security camera, you can see a guy holding up a sign, and they tried to zoom in in the movie, but it, it wasn't clear enough. So what the sign says is, help me, I'm in the utility closet. A dragon bat has my scent. I'm Ronald the intern. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> that's so good. Oh, also, so the uh, the the zombie torture family. It took like six hours to put on all the makeup and shit. Uh, tying into the makeup thing. So uh, Heather Landenkamp, who played Nancy in Nightmare on Elm Street, was part of the makeup crew. And um, the last one here I have is during during uh, an early preview screening. And during a Q&A, one fan asked the director if they would be a sequel, to which the director responded, have you seen the ending of my movie? <laughs> <laughs> wow, spunky. <laughs> well, I guess that is because I was actually going to suggest <clears throat> that um, it, it's not like, I mean, you can probably assume that the, the gods are actually evil, but maybe they're actually not. I mean, maybe the people that were like locking them in were actually they were lying to these kids the whole time. Why would they tell them the truth at the end? Maybe mm. these are good gods. I think you're being way too intelligent for this movie. Yes. Well, you could just, just putting it out there. All right. Time for questions. Who's your favorite and least favorite in this? 
Uh, my favorite was uh, the uh, was oh fuck that who was the controller guy from West Wing? I always forget his name. Bradley Whitford, love him. He was definitely the comedic relief throughout this. Besides the stoner, um, he gets taken out like with just the sweetest irony by his favorite monster <laughs> that he wants to see. Fucking love it every second. He also drinks tequila, which is funny. He's like the funniest guy in the entire fucking movie. Um, least favorite is the cute jock friend. Nerd. Holden. 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 He yeah. sucked. He he was literally just there anime. to like, yeah, just to take up air. I didn't understand him being in this at all. Um, I felt like they could have killed him in a lot more of a painful way. My least favorite is easily Marty. Fucking hated Marty. Like, really? I, I get that he he, you know, he figures stuff out and that's that's good and everything. And I know he's playing a trope and like they have to kind of make him sound that way, but I, I I hated everything that came out of his mouth. That stupid, like over the top stoner personality. I just, ugh, I didn't, I didn't like him at all. He he was good for the story, and I just wanted him to die the whole time. <laughs> um, my 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 favorite, I, I got to agree, is was uh, was Bradley Whitford. Hilarious. I love the dry humor, the sarcasm, like just like giving people shit the whole time. The whole thing in the beginning where like. His wife is uh, uh, baby proving their house and they're not even pregnant yet. Like that was hilarious. I, I thought that, <laughs> that was, was great. <laughs> the kid won't be able to reach the cabins until he's 30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You want to come over for a beer this weekend? I'm going to I'm going to liberate my my uh, my closet. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're about to go through that phase yourself, aren't you, Bill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't Woo. wait to try to get you onto this podcast with a kid in the background like, yeah, yeah it's not going to happen. It's <laughs> definitely not going to happen. Bill's going to have to take a little hiatus. Um, my favorite is going to be the opposite of Bill's. My favorite was Marty. Bill. I loved his stoner logic about being props. And I just thought he was laugh out loud funny most of the movie. Yeah, Bill. Uh, fuck you. Yeah. And my least favorite is the girl scientist who wasn't cool enough to hang out with the old guys, but was cool enough to get eaten by a giant octopus. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty hardcore. It's out of nowhere. It's just, blip, 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 it's just gone. Yeah, so that's punk rock. That's not metal. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Um, I was going to go into the scores. Do you want to do the kill thing? Uh, yeah, let's do the kill thing. Um, so my favorite kill in the elevator hallway was definitely the uh, little hop goblins one flying and one holding onto the guy's legs and just ripping him in half and throwing him across the room that was mine <laughs> max you can go ahead i think mine again i haven't seen i watched this movie a week ago i think mine was probably like that robot thing just because the amount of blood that was just flying out <laughs> just ridiculous over the top i, I love the sound effect too where it's just like ah, ah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's yeah. just like yeah. cutting pieces just off projectile of blood. <laughs> the only one that can like that's like really stands out to me is the unicorn. I gotta pick the unicorn. So I mean, that was just yeah. so unexpected. It's unique. Can't argue with you. That's a good one. <laughs> All right. Well, just how IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes have their own rating system, we decided to make our own. So, guys, what would you rate this movie? Go for it, Bill. Oh, all right. Um, I would give this movie one surprise night in the barrel. Um, <laughs> wow, that's dark. Bring him back the barrel. <laughs> Bring him back the barrel. Um, uh, out of getting your arm eight. <laughs> getting just, it eight. Just I'm going eight it. I'm going. I'm going eight it. Let me eight your arm. Mm. Mm. <laughs> um, I can go, John. If you're still thinking. Yeah, um, there you go. I'm gonna just give this one. One disappointed me for not being able to see more of the molesting cool. tree. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with, uh, three cases of very severe bark burn <laughs> out, out of, uh, barrel out of, uh, Stay five barrel. left titties in the barrel. <laughs> dude, that left titty, dude, that, ah, fuck. This movie really is that is, is that left titty. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. I fucking love this movie. It's so fucking good. Also shout out to the Aussie Australian guy who was able to put that on the internet for us. That was fantastic. <laughs> on our Facebook page. Going international. Oh, that's awesome, baby. Love it. That left titty, y'all. Left titty brigade. <laughs> um, all right. So before we get out of here too, do you guys have any TV recommendations? 
No, I don't have anything uh, since the last time we were on. Ken Burns came out of the documentary on country music. So if you want to get your uh, your yeah. redneck on, that's apparently pretty fucking fantastic. That's what I've heard too. So Sam and I started watching the Ken Burns special on the Civil War. Naturally. Oh, that's oh. a good one. Oh. Yeah. So that's a good one. Also, a good one is um, Prohibition. So Ken Burns didn't narrate it. Tom Hanks did. Ooh. Prohibition one is really good. I watched that when I was really sick and I was like on a bunch of like flu medicine. I was like, this is amazing. So I'm like <laughs> going in and out of consciousness. <laughs> Dude, Tom Hanks, I feel like if he goes down as if like there's like a me too thing that hits him, the world's going to end. Never. He's our like, it's him. He's the last one. He's the last holdout of like, he's such a great guy. And then it's going to turn out that he has like a, like a torture rape dungeon in his basement. Like, <laughs> Because like so, if he goes, it's gonna be bad. Do, uh, do, did you guys ever watch the show Veep? Mm-mm. I've seen like an episode or okay. two. So I mean, this is not really spoiling because it's not really plot. It's just her just being a huge asshole for the most part, which is she's hilarious in it. But um, I we actually just finished it like last week, and um, they end the mo- like end the whole show with like her eulogy, pretty much like on the news, like she died like you know thirty years later. And her whole things, like her entire career, she was just getting like over like shadowed by something else that happened. So they're like, you know, pr- former President Selena Meyer is dead at the age of 73. This just in Tom Hanks dead at the age of 82. Tom Hanks, the greatest <laughs> actor of a generation. And they just do a whole Tom Hanks thing for like the last minute of the show. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Oh, that's good. Um, <laughs> but as far as recommendations go for me, I will say I watched this last night inside Bill's brain decoding Bill Gates, which is on Netflix. Oh, I thought there was some. Okay, good, good. No, not, me, no, you're, not me, no, Bill. No, no, nobody needs to be inside my brain. Okay, let's just go then. So, if you like the show, please rate and review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, tell your friends about us, and uh, you can follow us on all the social medias by clicking on the links in the description box. So that's the show, guys. And we'll Bye, another y'all. spooky movie next week. Movie spooky, spooky ass. I'm gonna spooky. get you. I'm a right there, I'm a get you. Ooh. Tree. Ooh. Goodbye. Ooh. The molesting tree. Goodbye. 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 Why, why isn't the music playing? You guys <laughs> just love that joke. <laughs> <laughs>